It's Monday, Kafhei Sivan, Tafshin Ayin Dalid. Ten and a half days have elapsed since the kidnapping of Gilad Sher, Naftali Frankel, and Ayal Yifrach. We are live and will update you during this hour with any breaking news. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to this special edition of The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Vadya Hamama with Anna Vachoach. Uh, very appropriate for the days we are in as we continue to pray for Gilad, Naftali, and Eyal. I think these are names that have become household words in just a week or 10 days where each one of us feels like they are part of our family and we crave to see them return back home. Their families are amazingly strong. Last week we played um, two clips, um, one from Racheli Frankel and the other one from um, Mrs. Sher. And you saw the inner strength that they have during these harrowing days. Uh, I mentioned last week how when they were talking, these mothers, I was crying, and yet they were able to stand there in front of the microphones of the world and thank, thank everybody, thank Tzahal, thank the parents of the soldiers of Tzahal that are looking for their kids. They are just amazing people. And um, I want to share with you another clip of Racheli Frankel. She is really uh, an inspiration to me and I think to so many others uh, here on The Israel Show. Racheli Frankel went to the Kotel last week and met up with a group of school children. They looked like they were probably in, I don't know, third grade, fourth grade, something like that maybe. And they all ran up to her. She, she herself is an educator. They ran up to her and they told her how we're praying, we're with you, and, and, and of course, all those words of, of Chizuk. And I'm going to play for you the clip of, of what she said and then we'll, we'll discuss it. She said, I believe with all my heart that they will return. Her, children, her son and the other two boys. Aval, but ma shelo yikre, Hashem lo oved etzleinu. Shaloti shavru. Don't be broken im yikre mashu acher. And, and where is this coming from? Well, I think that after after the withdrawal from Gush Katif, it was it was a traumatic experience to so many young religious Zionist kids. And many of them lost their faith. They said, we prayed so fervently, we did everything right. And they couldn't accept that their prayers weren't answered in the way that they expected them to be answered. Which means at the time that the withdrawal and their evacuation from their house, expulsion from their houses, um, that, that it would be stopped. Well, Rachili Frankel is reminding the young kids that met her at the Kotel, that things don't always work out the way we want them to. And that if it doesn't, chas with all the emunah that we have, if it doesn't, 
don't let that break you. And she used a, a very interesting expression in Hebrew. You know, we, we, are, we say that we are ovdei Hashem. We serve Hashem. In Hebrew, la'avod also means to work. So Racheli Frankel, the mother uh, of kidnapped Naftali Frankel, is saying is, we work. We are oved Hashem. Hashem lo oved etzleinu. That, that's the phrase she used. God doesn't work for us. He's not our employee. We don't get to tell God what to do. Hashem lo oved etzleinu. Wow. For a mother going through what she is going through. To be able to relay that message to young kids in the way that she did with such clarity is amazing and inspiring to me and I think to so many others. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Here it is one more time, and then Yonatan Razel with Haga'agua. אני רוצה להגיד לכם משהו. אני מאמינה בלב שלם שהם יחזרו, אבל מה שלא יקרה, מה שלא יקרה, השם לא עובד אצלנו, בסדר? שלא תישברו אם יקרה חס וחלילה משהו אחר, בסדר? ותישארו ביחד, תישארו ביחד. אני מאמינה שהם יחזרו מהר.
Jonathan Razel, Hagaagua, longing, we miss them, we long for them, for these three boys. Rav Adin Steinsaltz, I don't know, I, I thought everybody knew who Rav Adin Steinsaltz was, but it turns out, turns out that not everybody knows who Rav Adin Steinsaltz is. Uh, one of the Torah giants of this generation lives in Israel. And um, he he first came to prominence years and decades ago when he took upon himself a project and he completed it to try and make the Talmud, the Gemara, more accessible to the average Israeli. And so what did he do? He went and he translated the entire Talmud Bavli into Hebrew Put it in, uh, put um, nikudot, vowelization, I guess you would call it, um, into the text, put explanatory notes at the bottom, and he did it single handedly. You know, this is before Schattenstein and Art Scroll and, and everything that we have today came Steinsaltz. And uh, what's also amazing is that unlike some of these other uh, efforts, which were group efforts, which I would assume it would have to be in his case, he did this single-handedly. It's just it's just beyond comprehension. Um, he later went, he published many books and, and his lectures all over the world. He also founded a yeshiva high school, Makor Chaim, and... Two of the boys, the 16-year-old boys, Gilad and Aftali, study there. They're his boys, so to speak. And so he was interviewed last week for Israeli television, Arutz Eser. Hard to make out. He, he's an older gentleman already, and he doesn't speak so clearly. A little hard to make it out, but we're going to share with you and discuss with you some of uh, his comments. Um, now, we mentioned last week 
the question of prisoner swaps. Let us say, God willing, the three boys are alive and some terror organization releases demands and says, we will swap these three boys for a thousand prisoners and so forth and so on. And we know that within Israel's, definitely in Israel's right wing, they are against, very much against prisoner swaps. In fact, they very much were against the Gilad Shalit prisoner swap. And Rav Steinsaltz mentions that. But he even goes back further because this started, believe it or not, in the times of Yitzhak Rabin. When Yitzhak Rabin was prime minister, he capitulated to um, a deal by a terror organization in Lebanon, Jabril Rajub, and um, was it Jabril Rajub? The Jabril deal, they call it, and uh, where he gave hundreds and hundreds of um, terrorists for uh, some Israeli prisoners. And it has escalated since then. Over the decades, every time, more and more and more and more, and, and Gilad Shalit, uh, the Gilad Shalit deal was, was I think, the, the, the pinnacle so far of that situation, where every time they just keep asking for more, and they realize that they'll get it, because uh, the public opinion in Israel will push for it. So Rav Steinsaltz is asked about it, and he says, Kfar Amarti Mizman, I have said long ago, back in the days of the Jabril deal, that what Chazal determined is correct. What did Chazal say? That you do not, you, you don't do pidyon shvuyim, you don't rescue those who are kidnapped more than their value, meaning you can give one for one or three for one, maybe ten for one, but not a thousand for one. Why? Mishum tikkun Chazal say that if you do that, it'll just encourage more kidnapping, which it does. And Rav Steinzelt says about his own students, Gilad and Naftali, Yesh there's a limit to what I'm, I'm ready to pay, even in this case where these are my students, where it's obviously so much more painful. Here's Rav Steinzelt. it's it's much more painful when when it's something that I have to deal with personally when they're students of mine, and yet he still says that. And by the way, this morning we were told uh, it was announced that the murder on Erev Pesach of uh, Baruch Mizrahi, a, a decorated officer in the Israeli army and police force who left behind uh, a family, young wife and kids, his murderer was released from prison as part of the Gilad Shalit deal. Wow. So, maybe the tide turns in Israel. Some more things of Rav Steinzaltz. He was asked, does he think that the boys will come back alive? And he says, 
יש אולי אנשים שיודעים הכל. Maybe there are people who know everything. He says, I, I envy them. But he says, I know very little. The only thing I can do is pray and hope. And the last piece that I want to play from you from Rav Steinsaltz, he says, look, we, we can only rely on our Father in Heaven. He says, I wish, I wish that I could grab a gun, a Kalachnikov, and shoot somebody and, and solve the whole problem, but I can't. There's nothing I can do. He says, I don't decide for God. God decides for me. There is a God above, and he determines for us. We don't determine for him. Steinsaltz, and we'll follow that with um, Abba Yakar. From Lahakat Alma, Abba Yakar, of course, is uh, referring to our Abba in heaven. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, our Father in heaven. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. אין לנו על מי להישאל על רבינו שבשמיים. חבל שזה, שזה ככה, הייתי שמח מאוד אם הייתי יכול, הייתי יכול, מה שקוראים לזה, להוציא קלצ'ניקו ולראות. אבל אין לי על מי לראות. אני נמצא בידי כוח עליון, שהוא קובע לי, לא אני קובע לו. מה אני יכול לעשות? אני יכול לבכות.
Alma, praying to God, Abba Yakar. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are, uh, of course, following the situation in Israel, and it's uh, beyond just the uh, three boys, Gilad, Naftali, and Ayal, that we're all following the situation in Syria. Yesterday, somebody was killed on the Syrian border as a, uh, a rocket was fired. Um, by we don't know who in Syria, the fighting forces that are that are engaged in battle over there. There are rockets that are coming in from the southern Israel, from Gaza into southern Israel, and this morning um, or yesterday, a uh, infiltrator, Hamas infiltrator, was caught crossing over from Gaza into Israel in order to carry out a terror incident. So the situation in Israel continues to be tense under the circumstances. And then this morning uh, in Israel, it was um, officially announced that the murderer of Baruch Mizrahi, the um, high-level, high-ranking officer who was killed on his way to the Seder on Erev Pesach near Hebron with his wife and kids, he was killed, his wife and little children survive. He was murdered by one of the terrorists that was released during the Gilad Shalit deal. And so the question is, how many more such deals can the state of Israel stomach? Mayor Ziel writes, There are those who claim that the weak... They don't have an army, they don't have weapons, so the only weapon is the weapon of terror. So he says it's not true that terror is the weapon of the weak. Terror is the weapon of the evil who, thank God, are weak. And history has taught us what happens when evil is not so weak, when evil has power. Don't be fooled by those who say, well, they have no other choice. Terror is the weapon of the evil. The Israel Show is sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh, an amazing organization that assists Olim, potential Olim, to make Aliyah, to move from the United States to Israel, make their home in the state of Israel. They do so by determining if you have a financial problem and that's holding you back. They give you financial aid. They give you guidance, community-based guidance and support. They help you with all the government offices that you need to negotiate when you make Aliyah. They do so much for you. It is amazing. They have a great website with a ton of information, www.nbn, Nefesh Benefesh, www.nbn. BN.org.il. Go ahead and visit it and take a look and, and just be inspired. Even if you don't see Aliyah in your immediate future, think about it. Look at the website. Try and imagine what an amazing thing it would be for the uh, majority, well, the majority of Jewish people already live in Israel, 
but if more American Jews would make Aliyah and become part of the fabric of Israel. NBN.org.il, The Israel Show, is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh B'Nefesh. They are revolutionizing Aliyah to Israel. We've been introducing Yishai Rebo over the last few weeks, and the appropriate song for these days is Ratsuf Ahava. God is full of love. We don't always understand his love, but we know that he conducts the world. From the album of the same name, this is Yishai Rebo. My name is Mayor Wangarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. I should mention, by the way, I, I mentioned Rav Steinsaltz and his, his amazing um, life's work uh, in translating the uh, Talmud Bavli into uh, Hebrew and publishing it with Nikudot, uh, with vowels and so forth, uh, that it is that work that is now the basis of the Koran English Talmud they um, are basing their English translation on the Steinsaltz uh, Gemara. And uh, so his work is even more impressive and is influencing, influencing so many more people. It is an amazing publication, the Koran series, the Koran Talmud series. Um, we think about the three boys today and we think about Jonathan Pollard because... Um, we think of him as well as somebody who is different, but also in captivity way too long. Of course, Jonathan Pollard did something wrong, but he served his time and he should be released. His wife uh, visited with the families recently, the families of the kidnapped boys. And uh, yesterday, Shimon Peres met with her and other representatives of the um, Knesset lobby on behalf of Jonathan Pollard. So we're going to dedicate the next song to him. Achi Yehonatan, recently released, uh, dedicated to Jonathan Pollard by Golan Azulai. Also want to wish a mazel tov to Jason Katz and Rebecca Fine, who are getting married tonight. Jason is the son of Robert Katz, who is part of the Jamie and the AM family, one of the fill-ins for Nachum Siegel when he is off. And so, um, Jamie and the AM family will be celebrating tonight. Looking forward to seeing everybody. If you're there, come over and say hello to me, Mayor Weingarten. You're due to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Achi Yehonatan, Golana Zulai, dedicated to Jonathan Pollard. Thank you. 
Azulai, Achi Yehonatan, Sarli Alecha Achi Yehonatan. He is uh, quoting a famous passage from Tanakh, David HaMelech, crying over Yehonatan, the son of Shaul HaMelech. My name is Mayor Wangat, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Last week, last Monday, um, Nachum and I spoke on Jame in the AM a little bit about what was going on in Israel, some of the feelings and uh, different events that were taking place as a result of the kidnapping. And I, I spoke about what I found to be a very fascinating and inspiring moment on Israeli television. Um, Avri Gilad is a name that if, if you're involved in Israeli popular culture at all, is a name that everybody knows for decades. He uh, started off in Galei Sahal. Very biting, sharp sense of humor. Um, he was one of the crew of the uh, what went on to become a very popular radio show called Mayesh on Galei Sahal. And um, he was part of the what what they call the state of Tel Aviv. Uh, the media rather left-wing, secular. And after the, um, what they call the Intifada, the bombings and so forth, the War of Terror, Avri Gilad changed and he became more to the right. He's not a, a, a flaming right-winger, don't, don't get me wrong, but he is much more um, aware of the... Um, of the flaws of the left, and he's been outspoken about it, and he has said, quite frankly, that he lost many friends, that many in his circles have uh, stopped talking to him because they can't deal with the fact that he no longer uh, holds of their views. It's amazing how on the left in Israel, maybe in America as well, 
Um, they're open. Oh, they're all about progressiveness and openness to everybody as long as you agree with them. And um, he's often said how once he changed his political leanings, his friends, many, many of his friends actually left him. And uh, it saddens him. But what did he I think he said something like then they're not true friends, unfortunately. Well, he is uh, the host of a morning television show on Israeli television. And he's also um, on Galitzal Radio um, three times a week on a very popular program called Hamila Ha'acharona. On his television show, on his morning show, he um, invited Harav David Stav, the leader of um, the Rabbinate Sohar, an Orthodox rabbinic uh, group in Israel, to come on to his show and to say uh, Tehillim publicly and invited the the viewers to, if they feel like it, to daven along with their staff who said a parak of Tehillim, you know, as we do in shul or in yeshiva, line by line, pasuk by pasuk. They even had at the bottom of the screen the the pasuk that was being read with nikudot, so it would be easy because these are not always easy words for uh, people who are not familiar with the Tehillim to read. And Avri Gilad who himself is a secular Jew, and you'll hear the clip in a moment, he even says that he would consider himself probably an atheist. Um, he says, I, I'm from an atheist family, which is interesting. His father was a Holocaust survivor. Um, and he says, I don't believe. I, I don't believe in tefillah. And yet, he says, the families asked for it, number one. Number two, that's what Jews do during times of difficulty. They daven. And what bothers him immensely is the reaction that he got from the media in Israel, from people who know him. The, the, one of the, uh, he says in this clip that one of the leading journalists in Israel said that he was horrified and nauseated. And what, what bothers everybody, and this is what Avri Gilad is saying, is that it's impossible to comprehend, and it's sad, that something Jewish would horrify and nauseate somebody. He says, you could say, I don't believe in it. I don't, I'm not interested in it. It doesn't speak to me. But to say you're nauseated by it is really, it's shocking. And uh, he says he got many, many negative reactions to it, although he still would do it again. Um, I think it was about a five-minute segment. I saw it. You can see it online. I'll try and post the link on our Facebook page. Avri Gilad put on a big yarmulke, a big white yarmulke during the thing. And again, he says, I don't believe that Tefillah helps, and yet it's the thing that Jews do, and so I want to do it. It's, a, it's an amazing, I think, window into some parts of the secular Israeli world um, if we try to understand them, and it's a little hard because you're not, you're not getting a clear message. It's not, it's not clear where they're coming from, but it's very fascinating that there's a part of 
someone who says he's an atheist. He's even said on the radio that he eats on Yom Kippur. But that he is still has that feeling that we are in a difficult situation. Let's invite Rav Stav and, and have everybody say to Hillam together. So here's the clip. Um, it's in Hebrew. I've basically given you the gist of it. If you understand Hebrew, though, you'll, you'll hear it in, 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 in his own words. Avri Gilad, this is coming off of the Galat Sahal Hamilah Ha'achurona. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. אני חוויתי את זה אישית לפני שבוע בתוכנית הבוקר הרהבתי עוז בנפשי ועשיתי את החוצפה של הזמנתי את הרב דוד סתיו וביחד קראנו פרק תהילים כדי שישובו החטופים לביתם אני, אני, אתה יודע, אני נתקל בתגובות הרבה יותר חמורות זוועה ובחילה תיאר את זה אחד מבכירי העיתונאים שעד שהוא כתב את שתי המילים האלה בנוגע לאמירת פרק תהילים בטלוויזיה, זוועה ובחילה, אני הערכתי אותו והיום, תאמין לי, אני לא יכול לראות את השם שלו יותר מול הפרצוף שלי. אני כמובן אדם חילוני, תפילה היא לא ממנהגי, אני לא מאמין אפילו בתפילה, אבל נראה לי שאם א' המשפחות מבקשות, ואם זה דבר שיהודים עושים, אז זה דבר שאפשר לעשות אותו, ואם אתה מתחבר אליו או לא מתחבר אליו, זה עניין פרטי שלך, אתה, אתה, לא, אתה לא חייב. אני מסתובב מאז, שהדבר, מאז שהגל הקטן הזה עבר לי אה, מעל הראש, ושותפים לו הרבה אנשי תקשורת שגינו את האקט הזה ועדיין מגנים אותו והשתמשו באמת במילים עם זה, אני מסתובב בעצב גדול. אה, כי אמנם אני בבית אתאיסטי, ואני יכול אפילו לקרוא לעצמי כך באיזשהו אופן, אבל הפחד, השנאה, הדחייה, אי ההיכרות, מכל מה שמריח יהדות, הוא לא סביר ולא קביל בעיניי בכלל. כן. זאת אומרת, לראות בקריאת פרק תהילים אקט פוגעני, שבגללו אתה עומד על הרגליים האחוריות שלך ואומר, עד כאן, זה, זה מקולקל מאוד מאוד.
Off of the album Shalvaba Minotaich, that was Shomer Yisrael. It's an album of um, Shomo Kalbach songs that uh, Karniel Dad covers. Beautiful uh, voice, a really great album. Look for her uh, name out there, Karniel Dad. We will end off the show by playing yet again the song. That was written by Eyal Yifrach, one of the three missing kidnapped boys. He's the oldest of the three, the 19-year-old. It's a song that he wrote for his cousin's wedding. He played it at the wedding and then later on recorded it in the studio. And that's what you're going to hear. It is beautiful and yet eerie at the same time. Words from Shir Hashirim that speak about Akumanava Sovevabair. I rise and I walk around the city. I look for you in the streets and in the marketplaces. I've looked, but I haven't found him. And we'll end the show with that. But first, we will say thank you. Thank you so much for listening on a regular basis as you do. Thank you for your Facebook comments and likes and posts. Continue, please, to do so and tell others to join our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash The Israel Show. And um, the more likes, the, uh, the, the, the better it is. So continue to do so. We thank you for your emails, mayor at nachomsegel.com. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. And my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Stay tuned for Tech Talk with Arya Lightstone, and then keep it tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network all day for the great Music Monday mix. Until next Monday, following Jamie Dame, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys 
do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. Ah, ah, ah. 